0: Grab your drinks and settle in. It's time for Drinks with the Band with Chris Denman.
1: Let's get this thing going, guys. It's Drinks with the Band. My name is Chris Denman on We Are Live. Tonight's our very first episode. We're going to have some cocktails. We're going to run through that with our friend E.T. He's the brand ambassador for the United States for Jack Daniels excited to talk with him we've got our musical guest erica winterstrom from heartless bastards we're doing this all summer long through september each and every week thanks to our friends at jack daniels our friends at kransberg arts foundation cortex is helping promote and put the word out about this we're based here in st louis my man et is in los angeles how are you buddy good to see you again
0: good man good to see you too thanks for having me back
1: yeah, I you, you've got the best backdrop in the business. I wanted to go ahead and get that out of the way uh, for all of those who are uh, tuning in. Just a quick heads up. Thanks to E.T., we've got a kick-ass Jack Daniel's prize pack to give away. We'll explain more about that in a bit. Thanks to Jack Daniel's, we'll also be giving away a. Uh, we'll let you pick out a T-shirt from Heartless Bastard Store or Erica Winterstrom Store. This is all about supporting the music uh, of uh, artists from here in St. Louis, as well as nationally touring acts, trying to keep you all entertained. And we're going to do that with some cocktails, some stories, and obviously live music as well. So thanks everybody, who's made this possible tonight. I figured we'd get to know Et a little bit. We talk about some hopes, dreams, and aspirations <laughs> for the uh, for the weekly program and what we're going to do. Uh, it, what's brought us here has been. Uh, <sighs> unprecedented times is, is that still a thing it's been it's been crazy but we think that we can bring some entertainment and some joy uh et thank you so much man great to see you again
0: yeah you too you too
1: I, i'm curious tonight uh you're gonna walk me through a cocktail but uh let's get this started like why i guess maybe jack daniels supports this let's give people just a little bit of uh, a tour or a history of uh the jack daniels name being just synonymous with music
0: yeah. I mean, you know, it's always funny whenever I do like a official tasting or training, everyone comes there saying, I know all there is to know about Jack Daniels, right? It's something, it's a label you see in every liquor store on the planet. Every bar in the world has Jack and it's almost like white noise at some point. You just feel like it's, it's just there. And there's so much after that we're over like, Oh my God, I had no idea about this, 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 and this. And you know, music is just one of those things that's been a part of Jack since Jack's day. It's, it, it didn't come later. You know, Jack himself um, was a big fan of music and so much. So he used to own two bars in the Lynchburg town square before it went dry at prohibition. And sad to say, it's never come back. So it's still a dry County and the, his two bars, the white rabbit saloon, and the red dog saloon, you know, they needed music. So Jack being a big fan of music, there was a, a bunch of musicians that didn't have the money to get, you know, um, all their instruments. So Jack, I think it was like a Sears and Roebuck catalog. He ordered a bunch of instruments and outfitted this band and they were called the silver coronet band and they would play in the town square and there's a great photo of them from way back in the day. So, you know, and Jack had a a ballroom in his house at some point with a, a grand piano. So people would entertain all his events at his house. And so music started with Jack and, you know, even for me, like I have nothing to do with the beginning of Jack or the first hundred and, you know, 45 years and, but music's how I got to Jack, you know, my father, uh, all Sinatra all the time, you know, every time he used to have a, uh, a z you remember those, uh, oh, yeah. thoughts into it. Yeah. <laughs> so he had that and it was a cassette and he had this one tape. I mean, he had many, but the one that was always in, it was called Sinatra, man and his music. And it was stories and singing. And every time I got in his car, we would listen to that tape, and I think I could go word for word right now. um In a two eighty Z was, in
1: Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just outside Philly. Um, That's and, weird. Yeah, uh, man. Look, I love, yeah, it. Man, I, look, I love know, it. It's yeah, it's, it's awesome. Do? Yeah. The uh and then on the flip side, you know, my mom, she basically, uh I, I she probably played music while I was in utero, you know, and she had this massive album collection and which I'm staring at right now because every time I go visit her, I take a few back to LA. And I used to remember going in and that sense of discovery of just like reaching in and pulling out an album. And, you know, more often than not, I didn't know who it was because it wasn't, you know, the Grease soundtrack, which is probably the only one I owned. And, uh, you know, and I I remember literally pulling out Led Zeppelin four and, you know, wacky cover with the, the, you know, the hermit with like lurched over with the, um, the, uh, whatever the thing's called, the, the light thingy, you know what I'm talking about? Sure. 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 They call him a lantern. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I put that on and I was like, Oh my God, what is this? And, you know, both those worlds to get back to the point of music and Jack Daniels, (laughs) you know, Sinatra loved Jack, Jimmy Page drank Jack, John Paul Jones drank Jack, Robert Plant drank Jack. So, you know, in my mind, when I finally got to be 21 and started drinking, um, you know, Jack, I went right to it and never left, you know. And obviously the whiskey in the bottle kept me staying, but music got me there. And music's such a big part from Sinatra, who discovered it all by himself. He wasn't paid by us and just fell in love and would go on stage and hold up his glass and say, you know, this is the nectar of the gods. And then because Sinatra's kind of like, you know, I, it's hard to call him a rock star because he didn't play rock, but it's hard not to call him the original rock star because of his life. You know what I mean? Like how Very he true. embodied, you know, what he did. So I think a lot of music people just, that's what Sinatra did. So they tried it. So you got Zeppelin, and the Stones, and now you have Eric Church and Kesha. So it's just, music's always been a part.
1: So it, for you personally, somebody who represents an entire brand like that, that is iconic, uh, I do want to, let's let's tap into your, I guess, musical history a little bit. So I was the perfect age for the switchover from cassette to CD, right? I remember a very stern, yes. a, a stern talking to from uh, Larry, from my dad, <laughs> saying like, "Hey, right. listen, I know we all love music. I'm gonna need you to stop buying these tapes. We're a CD family now. Like this, he's like, <laughs> we got too many. Too we get. Like, I'm ordering CDs. We got this Columbia House thing going." Do you Did you have a similar switchover at all or was it all like kind of just a bleed in with the vinyl and the tape and everything like that? I say that because I earmark Green Day Dookie as like my, my, you know, I'm sure I mowed a lawn or something, you know, right. totally not worth a CD. Uh, <laughs> to, that was like my first album that was on CD that I got to have that was mine. Do you have, uh, and it doesn't have to be the the medium really, but do you have an album that you remember at like a point? Maybe you were just even awake enough to realize like that it's not the Disney soundtracks anymore or anything like that, right?
0: No, yeah, no, I you know, so I had my mom's collection, so I always had music and yeah. really, she had everything you know that I liked, and then you know, getting into high school, I I was a tape guy, um, and when I went to college, I was still a tape holdout. Right? I didn't have a CD player. My roommate did in college. And I finally realized how much better CDs were than tapes for just convenience <laughs> and space and all that. And um, the first CD I ever bought was Robert Plant Manic Nirvana. Um, and that was pre-owning a CD player. I just used my roommates in college. But that I remember buying that. And, Don't ever
1: uh, try and go toe-to-toe with E.T. on cool things, by the way. It's always, <laughs> It's always going to crush you with something classic uh <laughs> i do love that as far as uh is like the live show experience i know we did speak before uh when we did the tiger king roast. shout out to alonzo bowden and all the great uh, people that were part of that uh that jack daniels made happen um as far as live music experiences so you're in los angeles like obviously we're talking some serious history in the music industry there um and again, if you're just tuning in, first night, drinks with the band. Thanks to our friends at Jack Daniels, Erica Winterstrom from uh, Heartless Bastards, gonna play four songs later as well. Uh, I'm curious on the, on the live side of things, right? We're gonna be doing this each week. I'm gonna have to pull right. some cool stories out of you, man. And I think you're, uh, you're literally a professional speaker, so I think you'll be <laughs> up to the task. But uh, <laughs> as far as uh, in the last, we'll just say the last five years, Do you have a show that has stuck out more that, and it doesn't have to be, I guess, but I think it's interesting whenever Jack Daniels gets involved with this stuff, uh, just a live show that has stuck out over the last five years.
0: Yeah. um, Yes. So a buddy of mine, we went to see like a, um, what's it called? A record release party. And I was really into who was releasing the record. And we got there only to realize that person was not there they were just playing the record i'm like why like there's so many <laughs> hurdles and to get to this and like get you know get permission from my wife to take the night off of you know uh whatever we were gonna do and i'm like this is so lame so he was like hey uh, uh <laughs> they Allison's were just playing. like no I'm we we go.
1: got the cd or we have yeah. the album <laughs> and you we're all just gonna collectively enjoy it in this bar
0: yeah <laughs> like that it wasn't even. It was, yeah. at the, it was at the label, so it was even lamer because you're not even somewhere fun. It was like, right, you know, a bunch of suits. <laughs> yeah. So we left and we scalped tickets to go see Willie Nelson, which was amazing. <laughs> pretty um, great. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great. And but you know what brought me to that was the guy we got the tickets from. Like, well, he says to me, "I can get tickets for anything. If you ever have trouble, I always have tickets." I'm like, "What's your number?" And he gives me his number. And this is some random guy I met on the street on hollywood <laughs> boulevard and um not the first time i got a number there either from a random guy no i'm, I'm sure uh, okay hey, but uh you know so i had his number on my phone and the same buddy that i went to the show with he works in music so when um greta van fleet was just starting before they had an album before anyone knew who they were or so i thought they're playing the Troubadour. So I call my buddy Billy, the music guy. I'm like, Hey, let's go see Greta Van Fleet. And he's like, Oh man, what? I'm not in town when they're playing at the Troubadour. I'm like, I, I don't need you to be here to get me tickets. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) this isn't a you thing, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So he disappointed me again. And, um, I'm like, Oh, what about that guy from Willie Nelson? So I find him in my phone, call him up and he's like, yeah, I can get you tickets. I'll meet you at the restaurant next to the Troubadour. I'm like, okay. So made my wife go, and sure enough, he was there, got his tickets, and it was really cool to see a band right before, I mean, it was sold out, because everyone that loved Zeppelin was there, and then every younger person that saw, like, these cute young rockers were there, so it was, like, people my age to 70, and then from my age to 21, you know, so it was the craziest, weirdest crowd, but, you know, I never got to see Zeppelin at you know, the Fillmore. I never got to see the Stones at early, I never saw the Beatles at the Cavern, but, you know, not saying this is equivalent. I
1: think that you've made stretch. that comparison in our first episode. We're going to go ahead and it's going to get tanked.
0: But, uh, you know, I think they'll probably have a career. So to see a band right at the yeah. beginning, it's, you know, you never, it's hard to catch a band before they become something. Can I, you know, so.
1: Can I give you the sports equivalent where I whiffed? On that, <laughs> yes, 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 I saw yes, I was a like maybe just graduated high school, I don't know, senior in high school, maybe something, whatever it was. Uh, I was whenever the Houston Texans first became a team, and I drove four hours, five hours, and for across the state, it was like, heck, why not? I'll go to Kansas City for a preseason. A friend has had something going on there, and we saw David Carr's first game when he was the first ever, uh, you know, first ever, uh, or first around. First overall pick for the Houston Texans. I don't know why, but I, I just followed and his college career. Game. His first game right. ever. And I was like, you know, this is probably going to be a lot like seeing Peyton Manning's first game. I was off. I was way off <laughs> on that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that can happen no matter if it's music, sports, or anything else. Yeah. So. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I'm i sure I've seen a lot of bands' first, band, first shows, but <laughs> it never became the Stones. Right. But,
1: That's kind of tough to know. do. I'm, I'm yes. curious too, and we're, we've got a drink that uh, ET is going to walk me through here. I'm excited about that. We do have a Jack Daniels prize pack today. So all this is, okay. uh, so we're doing these uh, each Wednesday, eight o'clock central. We're going to have some giveaways from Jack Daniels each week. We're going to give you some artist merch. Like next week we have Hayes Carl on. He's going to join. So you could win a Hayes Carl t-shirt from his merch store. Uh, our producer, Matt, is here. He's going to keep uh, an eye on who's sharing, who's dropping comments, Uh, If you want to tell us uh, a great concert that you've been to, just drop it in the comments and uh, make sure you all are sharing too. And we'll pick out, uh, it'll be random, but uh, if we see one that uh, grabs our attention, you can win a free Jack Daniels uh, prize pack. And it's very, very exclusive actually. What's in this Jack Daniels prize pack? This you're. You're too damn nice, man. I came from, I've been giving stuff away for so long from radio and all this other stuff. I'm like, yeah, you know, get him a sticker or something. You brought it. What are we giving away?
0: Come on. So a lot of stuff, you know, we have a lot of cool Jack swag. I think I have, you know, one of our newer hats right here.
1: Oh, that's nice. See, I've got this Corona hair. Oh, there you go. We got the the widescreen on it. You want to show them again real quick? We got the widescreen. Show off our tech capabilities. Look at that. That is pretty. That would look great on my lid. I was saying I've got the Corona hair going right now, so I could use a hat like oh, that. Are, so,
0: are you, um, are you, uh, what's it called, um, trying to subtly suggest you want me to send you a hat too? <laughs>
1: I mean, if you know, you <laughs> would send it to Midcoast <laughs> Media. A subtle, subtle. Right. But let us um, know in the comments the uh, the best show you've or just give us a great show you've been to, maybe a sentence or two why uh, you enjoyed it, and we'll pick out a winner. But the, that's the hat yeah. is fantastic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I, I the the. Care pack, it'll be like getting a really cool care package in college, but the adult version. So there'll be a lot of fun Jack stuff. But one thing that's going to be in this this inaugural uh, care package for their inaugural inaugural drinks, with the band um, for home bartenders, I have a, uh, a Jack Daniels cutting board and muddler. And there's only, I think, 18 of these in the entire United States of these America. People, these people um, don't deserve this. This is beautiful. They don't. They don't. <laughs> so.
1: Look at the hookup here. That is fantastic. Tell us uh, a great show you've been to and tell us why it was so great in the comments. And uh, you can win a custom <laughs> cutting board mother. Look at you. E.T., I think you're after yeah. uh, viewers and listeners' hearts and minds. Great work.
0: Look, it's it's. No one gets good mail anymore, right? It's bills and junk mail. So, you know, when this, this little black box is going to show up to your house and you open it up, hopefully it's going to put a smile on your face and like, oh, yeah, that podcast was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Next time,
1: hey, maybe pay it forward when you're at the grocery store and uh, purchase. Yeah. Don't, don't pass the jack bottle whenever you're going through. Um, okay, so we'll have Erica Winterstrom on here in just a bit. Most importantly, it's called Drinks with the Band. Uh, And I get to have a cocktail explained to me by ET, and I'm going to make it. I've got some uh, ingredients. The base of our cocktail, you can see here, Jack Daniels rye. We're going with this today. Excited about that. Shout out to uh, Julian for hooking this up. Uh, And the entire thing. We love Julian. And uh, we've got some ingredients to go with it. So first off, tell me... uh, Oh, and totally unrelated, if you don't have a knife at your office slash studio, a pizza cutter... Will help with a certain part of the uh, the drink for the garnish. Just putting it out there, totally random. Just wanted to say that for Thanks. those of you at home. Oh. Uh, so, what's the drink you picked for tonight?
0: So it's a drink. Um, you know, we're so close to July. I figure we go Ryan July. Um, so it's it's the uh, it's going to be Jack Ryan the base. But you know, there's a very well known gin drink um, called a Negroni, and it's it's been around forever. Classic cocktail, and it's it's Just three ingredients, equal parts, um, gin, sweet vermouth, and Campari. So the whiskey version of a Negroni is called a Boulevardier. Um, So I did a riff on a Boulevardier, and we're calling it the Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Um, For no other reason. Speaking of Green Day. Boulevard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. See how it uh, all ties in. That's why I did it. Um, But yeah, so. Other than the word "boulevard" being in the name, I figured it would go well. But super easy to drink. I'm gonna make it with you because I'm thirsty.
1: Oh! Can we cheers? Oh, yeah, Bottle?
0: We do it. Do it together. Can we? There you go. Yeah. There you go. You
1: go to oh other side. There it is. You I love this part. Time on there this it too. is. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Perfect. Is. All right. So we're going. So we're going with the Jack Rye, right? Just yeah. get a. You so, got a cocktail glass.
0: Yeah. You can build it in the glass. You can build it. You know, in a mixing glass or pint glass or you can just put it straight in the glass with ice. There you go. Perfect. Um, now the, uh, equal parts. So ounce, ounce, ounce for our three ingredients. I will tell you, like I have a fancy bar measuring thing and you don't need this, right? Cause an ounce is two tablespoons. So if you have a tablespoon measuring thing at home, then use that. Um, if you don't have this or that, just make sure it's equal parts and you'll be okay. Um, <laughs> So anything that measures something, use that. Um but I'll do an ounce of rye.
1: Okay. Come with the with the ounce of rye.
0: Hang on. Now if you're going to go over on any of these, the rye you'd want because the other two ingredients have a little bit of sweet to them, so you want to balance that with the rye. So if you go over a little bit with the rye, you're okay. Um, got it. Nice. Perfect.
1: Mhm. Next. Oh, so by then the way, we're going
0: to do yeah. No, please go ahead. um, So we're going to, instead of Campari, we're going to use Aperol, which is basically like Campari's uh, younger sibling. So Campari's got those real bitter notes. Aperol's got a little bit more sweet to it, a little grapefruit and orange to it. So it's going to go well with this. So we'll use a little Aperol, one ounce again.
1: Gives it that nice red tint
0: yes it's good color too it's a good point
1: now how do you feel about uh working your way back a little bit if you think it's a little too red is it is it advised to brown it up
0: uh look you're never going to go wrong adding a little bit of rye um you know in my book so you do your thing
1: gotcha just looking out for those of you at home
0: yeah and the last ingredient um which these haven't really been on the market until about i don't know 10 12 years ago ginger liqueurs they kind of went away and then. One brand came out with a ginger liqueur, and now there's plenty. So, there's a lot of good quality ones. Um, this is the one I happen to have it at home, so we'll use this one. And again, one ounce of ginger liqueur. All right.
1: Going with it myself.
0: Look, we're the same one, Twinsies. <laughs> This is very important for the, (laughs) if
1: you're playing along at home, uh, hashtag twinsies for this episode. Yes.
0: Um, (laughs) So now, as a former bartender of, you know, over 20 years, one golden rule of thumb was, you know, if it's a drink that's straight alcohol, like in Manhattan, you stir it. If there's juice or syrups involved, you shake it. This is one of those drinks where you can go either way. And the reason being, because we used Aperol and the, the ginger liqueur, um, you know they both have a little bit more weight to them than your straight alcohols. So if you stir it, which you totally can, you really have to stir the drink because you do want some of that dilution to kind of round out some of the syrup. They're not syrups, but they have more syrupy textures than jack wood or any spirit, any right. you know straight spirit um this i if you shook this drink i wouldn't i mean i would never call you i don't care how you make your drinks, as long as they taste good to you i don't care what you do but if if some you know uh pretentious bartenders like you can't shake that it's all alcohol this one you you should shake and you can tell them you don't know what you're talking about (laughs) um i watched on drinks with the band (laughs) yes i was on drinks with the band i know everything um but yeah you could stare it or shake it but if you do stare it stare till it's really cold um which I didn't have a shaky thing, so I'm going to stir my drink in my little beaker here. Okay. Um, I like your technique.
1: (laughs) You know, you you always just make do with it. And here's the thing. I I bartended for, I don't know, five-plus years, but I worked at a brewery, so it was kind of cheating because we were super, super busy, and I got very fast and efficient, but... Most ninety-five percent of people are coming in for a draft, and then you know if they come in for a Jack and uh, and Coke or whatever else, you know they you you, t- you toss it in there. Yeah. So at times, some of the stuff that you're probably really good at intimidates me just a little bit. Although I could knock out like, if there's thirty people, like I'm gonna get them drinks and get them the hell out of there pretty pretty efficiently. But the cocktails, that's where it's yeah, at. That's where the money's at. Came-
0: you know, well, no, not really. What you did was where the money was at. <laughs>
1: I mean, I mean, people think it's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah.
0: It might it might look fancier, but you know, if your bartender got a ticket that said thirty Jack and Cokes, mm. poor cost, nothing, that could maybe take three minutes. Whereas if that was like eighteen different specialty drinks that muddle, stir, shake, <laughs> spritz, you know, yeah. you're just watching money go out the door. But it looks pretty when it's all done. Um, True. The. uh yeah, let's let's toast a little Boulevard of Broken Dreams here.
1: Hey, to the first uh, drinks with the band. And you have anything uh, special that you cheers to, sir? Uh,
0: one of my favorite toasts of late is, um, "May you be as cool as your dog thinks you are."
1: <laughs> I'm in, full on. <laughs> great choice right. and a great start, man. Cheers. Cheers. So you can look forward to seeing Et each and every week. He brought. Look at this, you guys. <laughs> But we'll, we'll pick one of these out before the end of the episode. But let's remind everybody, Jack Daniels prize pack up for grabs. Just drop a comment. And uh, look at this. Heartless Bastards apparel. Jack Daniels apparel that also includes a custom cutting board. So, and a hat, all kinds of good stuff. So, E.T.'s a generous dude and Jack Daniels, too. We're going to get to Erica Winterstrom. E.T., I'm looking forward to next week. This is going to be fun. We're doing this each and every week. People can look forward to different cocktails. We're going to work some cool stories in. Uh, Anything for uh, for the good folks before you take off or just tell them to tune in all the time, man What do you got?
0: Yeah, tune in and you know, there is one thing uh, right before this I I was talking to my mother whose album collection. I am in the process of stealing and something my mom I always remember this vividly as a kid You know when she had the stereo with the turntable and the bigger speakers, you know She would put on her headphones and go to the room that had the stereo and just put a pillow down you know i think back then we did have some shag carpeting going on but um but she would lay on there with the big pillow put the headphones on and decompress from her day and you know i didn't really discover rediscover that until not that long ago it's great so you know do it for erica you know do it for a record you love just pour yourself a glass of jack responsibly and listen to some tunes
1: Love it. E.T., you can uh, check him out here each and every week on Drinks with the Band. Always a pleasure, man, and great choice. This Damn is delicious. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Looking forward to uh, more shaving. fun. Cheers. E.T., he'll be on next week. Our musical guest this week, Erica Winterstrom from Heartless Bastards, going to be joining. She'll play four songs. And, again, if you're tuning in, if you're sharing, and if you're commenting, you're going to be up for uh, up for the prize that we're going to give away. Uh, each and every week, we're going to give away band merch because we love supporting the arts, just like the Kranzberg Arts Foundation, right here in St. Louis. They support artists. They have artists in residence. Uh, we actually are in the same building as them. So we're big fans of theirs, and uh, you should be, too. They do wonderful things for the St. Louis uh, community and beyond. So we've got Erica Winterstrom from Heartless Bastards joining for the first ever Drinks with the Band, live from Austin, Texas, on a, uh, on a very nice stage. How are you, Erica? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing some songs. It's so nice of you to join us, uh, mutual acquaintance. Shout out to Katie Tupin for hooking this up. She's a great person, so I assume you are as well. I, uh, <laughs> I'm so excited about this. I know people are big fans of your music, but I think it'll be interesting that they can get to know a little bit about you as well. Before we get into it, with Heartless Bastards, uh, I like doing this. I like the... Uh, I, don't, I don't know how you feel about Spotify, or <laughs> but uh, they've got the artists uh, fans also like. Before we dive into anything, Heartless Bastards, great guitars, great vocals from you. Uh, your solo stuff's amazing too. I know we're going to see more of that moving forward. Uh, give us just a quick comparison. If you like these two bands, you would like my music as well. Erica, do you have two off the top of your head? that would, that fans of those bands would potentially be into your music?
2: Oh, gosh. Um, um, maybe My Morning Jacket and... Um...
1: There's no wrong answer. And I almost was like, that's correct.
2: <laughs> are you, I'm sorry, are you saying, should I name a couple of bands? Yeah, yeah, let's get... that. Okay. If people to haven't, sure understand you right. Uh, right.
1: If people have uh, committed the atrocity of not uh, listening to your solo stuff or, or, or you, your work with Heartless Bastards, uh, then uh, let's, let's get them acquainted a little bit. So, fans of my morning jacket, do you have one other? I have one if you don't.
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, please. Yeah, please do. Feel- I'm really bad at. Um, I don't know, I have a lot of influences that are all so very different. That
1: uh... It's interesting the the kind of, I guess, I, I always say like almost like the tributaries of where people's tastes take them, right? Like you could, for some reason, you could find influence in a hip-hop album that led you to uh, some kind of a folk album or something like that. So I think that's important for everybody too, to kind of have their own creative uh, path that they follow to music. Yeah,
2: I, I always feel like I'm inspired by like, so many things that I just somehow end up sounding like myself, uh, in that process. But yeah, <laughs> that's a good answer. I would,
1: another, I would, if I would have, if I would have thrown it out there, I'd be like, listen, if you listen to black Joe Lewis, the honeybears and, uh, and, and my morning jacket, you might be into them. And, the, <laughs> and that's, that's the route I would have taken. So I think that, uh, people can appreciate all of those, uh, Erica. So you're joining us. Tell us about the uh, stage. Like, are you at a huge, uh, auditorium in Austin? Like what's going on?
2: Oh, uh, I got this on Amazon. It's like a, photo, a photo booth backdrop. Yes. Uh, I just uh, thought I'd start to have fun with, uh, it's just like I got this stand and it's just like a... You
1: know, oh, a the, of, the fourth wall's broken. <laughs> yeah,
2: um, I, I thought it would uh, uh, be, be fun. Yeah. No, it, it, it is. Oh, uh, well, I should straighten out, but. Curtain.
1: Oh, I forgot. Right. This is like a mirror image. So, um, it's, bad. I think it looks, I think it looks great. Um, I'm curious. You. So you, uh, the band formed in, in Cincinnati. Where did you grow up?
2: I, I grew
1: up in, uh, Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, yeah. Ohio. That's, that's wonderful. Did you have local influences kind of coming up that, uh, I guess maybe put you on the path to, uh, you know, fronting a, a successful band?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dayton had a really great scene uh, in my teen years and and uh, the breeders blew up, you know, Cannonball was like number one when I was in high school. Um, And and I loved Guided by Voices. Um, There's a art rock band called uh, Brainiac, which is uh, well, I'm glad you're familiar. I mean, they're, they're great. They're very obscure at uh, now, but um, you know, I mean, they were touring with Beck and
1: yeah. Yeah, it's Um, it's wild too, to think about that. Like I'm thinking of uh, Cannonball and I don't know if it was MTV or just commercial radio or what, but at the time I'm, you know, uh, a kid in Southeast Missouri, like loving that song and it reached so many people. Uh, So that's cool that you were close to that as well. We do have four songs, so it's all about that, right? Drinks with the band, you're gonna play some tunes. I think that's why people are are jumping in. Uh, If you all are sharing, liking, commenting, I'm gonna pick a random winner. We're gonna, Jack Daniels, our friends at Jack Daniels, are gonna purchase a T-shirt from Erica's uh, merch store and we'll hook you guys up. So make sure you're staying busy and we'll pick winners at the end of the show. But wanted to learn a little bit more about Erica. In regards to the time right now, have you been spending any of it writing new music? I know there's been some transitions in the last few years and how you're kind of attacking things. This is a strange time. I know you've been busy with some live shows online, but I am curious uh, creatively, have you dove into anything during the entire, uh, I guess I say break, but forced break, huh? Uh, Yeah, you know,
2: I... I had just finished the next Heartless Bastards album when uh, like a week before things shut down. Uh, And I'm just sort of sorting out where to go with that. Um, You know, um, but, uh, uh, you know, as far as writing new songs, I had plans to sort of go ahead and start writing a new one before this next one comes out uh, really? which I thought would be sooner uh, I was originally gonna release in the fall I, I'm, I'm not quite sure now but um, but I honestly I have not been writing songs I uh, well if you if yes, you just I think I'm just sort of absorbing everything that's going on and right. um, uh, yeah yeah.
1: No, that, that makes perfect sense too. And just if you just finished up that album and you're ready to go, there's so much that goes into that. Whenever I guess at this point in your career, I, you have five albums out with uh, with Heartless Bastards. Is it five total? I mean, that's a that's yes. a that's a lot. Like that's a lot of work. That's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. At this point, um, is it super important to be able to tour on that new album? Right, I mean, do, is it a huge waste if you're just like, hey, I'm just gonna put it out there, people can consume it digitally? Or do you need to tour to, for that to be a success?
2: Um, you know, uh, I don't think anybody knows the answer to that. I mean, I mean, as far as like, no matter how big of an artist you are, yeah. I, I mean, maybe some, some folks, have recently released albums I, I haven't really um, kind of checked in on how how that is going and mm-hmm. you know um, I, uh, I I'm sorry you were asking me um,
1: no I'm just curious about if you feel that the marrying a brand a new, an album release with a with a hardcore tour schedule is important in 2020 or if there's I mean, if we're all trapped at home, I mean, is it maybe you're able to reach more people in a weird way?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm actually in the middle of uh, label shopping, so Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sort of a, uh, it it, it was just, it's a time where I think people are kind of uh, figuring things out. Labels too, like, you know, are we going to, you know, I, I know a lot of uh, for a fact, a lot of releases were going to come out this, uh, spring that have been pushed back. So some of that, um, is, is a bit beyond my control. Uh, Um, or, or maybe it isn't, I don't know. I'm figuring it out. You know, Uh, I'm actually going to, I have a song that I, I wrote a couple of years ago, uh, but it rings very true. Uh, all the more true true now uh, with the time so I'm actually going to release a song in a couple of weeks on my own uh, because I think it's a message that needs to get out there so
1: I love that uh, can you give yeah. us a can you give us a preview at all I mean is it something that's just uh, that that has to do with the current situation what's the what's the I guess you don't have to give away all the secrets but what's the overall message or something that would point to it
2: Well, it's called Revolution. Uh, So
1: um, I see where this is headed. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important for people to be able to connect to to things like that and whether the artist intended for them to or not or if it's in an important time or not. I mean, I think eventually it kind of finds its way, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the message in the song um, is, um, you know, something that, uh, would continue to be relevant, but um, it feels very uh, timely right now.
1: Well, <laughs> I, I think it'll help people, and uh, your your lyrics I are, hope are so. very well. You're you're a very <laughs> talented writer, and uh, if you all get a Thank chance, you. go back, listen, uh, purchase uh, Erica Heartless Bastards music online. We're gonna hear some songs. I am curious, uh, and this is very out front on your website, uh, and it, and it seems like it's influenced you. Uh, ayahuasca have you do you feel like you're you found your true self you're able to kind of watch yourself from afar now give us a just a quick you don't have to break down the entire experience or or how you've applied it to life but does it i guess influence you artistically and if people aren't familiar you can look it up um, there's a lot of uh, research and, and different things uh, experiences out there online but erica for you what has that experience meant
2: um, well, I think it just allowed me to step out of myself. Um, and, um, yeah, I think it's given me a lot of perspective, uh, on my, my life, but it's almost like I, ever since I've started, uh, doing, uh, ceremonies, I, I would sort of see, uh um, have an experience where, um, you know, we have patterns in our life that we sometimes repeat. And, um, I was able to realize certain patterns and, you know, they say, uh, insanity is the definition of doing the same thing over and over, but expecting different results. And at some point, um, when that's happening and and, and when you recognize certain patterns within yourself, um, you're, you, when you recognize them, you're able to sort of break those patterns, you know, and, and some of them are, uh, formed through early life experience or more recent experiences. Uh, Some are societally or societally conditioned, you know, uh, yeah.
1: that, has, that yeah. has to be that has to be uh, if, if you're not familiar with it again look it up see uh, all about that but it seems as though most people that uh, discuss it it's like a big point uh, of change in their life so i'm happy for you that you've gained that perspective yeah. and that has to be huge as a as a creator as an as, as an artist as well so uh, i don't want to keep people waiting too long i just want to remind everybody stay busy in the comments if you'll share this if you kind of let us know Uh, I mentioned earlier, tell us about one of your favorite uh, shows that you've attended in the last few years. We'll hook you up. We're going to pick some random winners for the Jack Daniels prize pack. And then uh, one of you is going to get a Heartless Bastards uh, T-shirt as well. Look at that beautiful graphic, I tell you. (laughs) <laughs> wonderful wonderful work by the Midcoast team here. Uh, so this is our first ever performance on Drinks with the Band. It's uh, Erica Winters from Heartless Bastards. We've got four songs. I don't know uh, if you just want to drop uh, a title and, and, and get going. We'll chat just a little bit between the songs, and we'll finish up with some encore questions, and uh, people can be on their way. So, Erica, I don't uh, want to stand in your way. Cheers. You can uh, kick things off. Let us know what the first song is. What do we have?
2: Uh- um, how about this is an, a new song it's going to be on the new album that's called you never know um and i forgot i i i couldn't hear hear you clearly uh are are we talking in between songs yeah well
1: I, yeah but, i'll okay. i'll chat you up unless you just want to speed through
2: no, no, I, I, either way. I just. Uh, wanted, She's a pro, uh, people. She
1: knows. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? Tell me what's going on. Uh, Erica Winters from Heartless Bastards. Brand new song. Hit it, Erica. Thank you. i Erica Winterstrom giving us a brand new song. Thank you so much for that, Erica. Not bad for the first song on Drinks with the Band. Man, I got a new one.
3: Oh, oh, all right.
1: I'm over here puffing my chest out. This is great. So for We Are Live, this is a feature for my show, We Are Live. I think the first... Uh, <laughs> you're totally fine. The, uh, the first live... I'm trying to think. We've had some musicians on. We did... And in studio with, uh, are you familiar with Lucero?
2: I am. You are okay.
1: Yeah, fun guys, super nice, introspective dudes. It's just, it's so cool to see. Like, it felt like we were kind of. I know this. People have been doing this for forever, but from that point, I don't know, four or five years ago to now, we're doing this streaming with somebody like yourself. Like, I just, I'm really grateful for all the, uh, for the great tunes and like, if we can. Put a positive spin on The Strange Times. Uh, this is wonderful. And I know people are, are enjoying it in the comments. We've gotten a lot of uh, great feedback already. So wonderful start is all I wanted to say. So thank you for kicking things off in, in such a great way. And everybody, wish Erica a happy birthday. It was her birthday last <laughs> week. <laughs>
2: We were. Oh, well, you, you too. Your oh, of course. Was
1: Friday, right? Yep, Thursday and Friday. <laughs> so birthdays, like, and I don't know. Do you? Uh, and maybe you do. Do you get into the uh, the horoscopes and all that stuff? Or we're we're Gemini's, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, People, I, I'm not um, sort of. Uh, I, I, I once in a while. I, I read yeah, it, you know? I'll I'll listen
1: to people if they want to bring it up to me, and I'm. It's kind of like when people start describing a dream to me. I'm like, please, just don't just like let's not go long. It could be interesting, sure, but we we don't have to go too deep on it. But uh, Erica, great first song again. Wish Erica happy birthday in the comments. You gotta right. She's gonna sit here and play songs for you, you guys. O'er. Uh, and if you're staying busy, we're gonna <laughs> give away a Heartless Bastard shirt as well. Uh, what's the next song we're gonna hear? Can you give me a, just a quick uh, overview, I guess? Um, you know,
2: I'm gonna switch guitars, I think. I have uh, this one tuned down a
1: little bit. Oh, of course. Uh.
2: All
1: right. See, look at this. Uh, she's She's got a whole stage, multiple guitars. <laughs> There's a piano back there somewhere. Can you oh, show yeah, us behind,
2: the- uh... Behind the curtain. <laughs>
1: Can you show us the uh, what's the insignia on the on the side of that guitar? It looked like there was some was there like a cool design on the side of that?
2: Oh no no it must have just been
1: like a shadow. I just wanted to see a cool design. Okay well (laughs) now we know uh what's our next song?
2: Uh this next song is called Extraordinary Love. Uh this one is on my solo album Sweden
1: though. Very exciting. Uh,
2: trying to get this mic placement just right
1: Take a, a breather there. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're into one person uh, audiences, many other people watching online. I'm, uh, I'm sweating. That was so. Oh, uh, Erica could sing, people. Uh, we have a lot of very positive uh, comments. We've got, uh, I did ask people to tell us about one of their favorite concerts. They'd be uh, entered to win some of the prizes we're giving away. Uh, big shout-out to uh, Doyle Murphy from the Riverfront Times. Uh, that's a paper here in town. Possibly my favorite concert was seeing Heartless Bastards at the jackpot in Lawrence, Kansas on a July night when the AC went out. Oh, my god! Oh, gosh. man. I
2: will never forget that show. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: What, was yeah. it one of those where it was like, screw it, you're going to see the best sweaty show you've ever seen? Was it just brutal?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, we had fun. I thought we played a great show. The audience had a great time, but at the end of it, uh, I mean, the, I think somebody in the band that played before us actually fainted when he got off stage to to sort of express how hot it was that day. Um, and I I felt like there was like an inch of liquid on the floor It's pretty gross thought, but.
1: Yeah. I, I try I often I mean wonder, it was probably drinks
2: too. I don't want to say it's of yeah. sweat, but there was a lot of sweat on the floor.
1: That's yeah. one of those things. I don't know. <laughs> like I wanna say from like 18 to 23, I had a five year run of warp tours and I I look back on it and I'm just thinking like, how did we like cause I don't know, it would come around St. Louis in like August, maybe. Have you played one of these festivals in the in the heat of August where you're yourself, you're like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get through this.
2: Um, yeah, yeah, Yeah. um, I guess, I mean, it's always, um, it's a bit of a challenge, but I think just the energy of people has always kind of pulled me, uh, through that. Um, now if we played under those conditions for like, say like on a doing like this, that would be challenging,
1: (laughs) right? You wouldn't be able to concentrate. Like
2: see the audience, you know?
1: Right, uh, to to I wouldn't be able to uh, give you enough energy for that. Uh, e. T. We we love E. T. He was just on. He said, uh, <laughs> "Last great live show I saw was Erica Winterstrom." Do I win the swag? No, you can't win. E. T. A couple others, real quick. <laughs> uh, shout out to Monique. Monique says, "Heartless Bastards concert at the Canton Waterfront Park in Baltimore it was one of my favorite concerts." My friend gave me a leg up and over a fence so I could dance right in front of the stage in the VIP section. Do you engage the uh, the VIP dancers when you're on stage, Erica? Um, I lock like, do eyes I with the, them. Uh, do you lock eyes mid-song? I, <laughs> I'm sure you encourage them plenty with your with your tune. So, well, I don't want to hold you up too much. Uh, we've got another song from you. Um, Wow. Uh, Great so far. Everybody's super enjoying it. This this is not a bad way to spend a Wednesday night. So again, thank you to Erica and uh, you all go out, support Erica. We're going to give one of you uh, a t-shirt that Jack Daniels is going to purchase and then send to you. Uh, Again, if you're sharing, commenting, we're going to consider you uh, part of the fun. Uh, I am uh, also asking you all to go support Erica buy the new album when it comes out, go back. You can check them out on Spotify, but highly recommend going and actually purchasing the music as well. That helps out the artists. And uh, whenever you have a large portion of your income wiped away by not being able to tour, uh, support is uh, is what we're all about. So guys, get out there, show Erica some love however you can, and uh, let's keep this thing going. So Erica, what's our next song? Um,
2: Okay, this is... uh... Well, I guess I'll go ahead and play re- re- Revolution. I was gonna say Resolution. That's I have another song with, the new, with that word in it.
1: The uh, new song that hasn't been released yet, really?
2: Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, uh, I mean, we've the got, first song
2: was new too. Yeah. Well,
1: look at we're getting all the all the good stuff. I just I want to uh, two things. I want to apologize for my hair, and then I want to thank. Uh, Our friend, we have uh, Zuzu throwing some hearts in the comments. So shout out to Zuzu. (laughs) Uh, Let's hear uh, an unreleased song. I'm so excited. Take it away, Erica. Thank you.
2: In your heart, there was a time when life was simple and innocent to start. Do you remember?
3: Do you remember? Way you my friend. Have you forgotten?
2: nation wasn't so rampant in the sphere there was a time when you weren't questioning everything you hear do you remember do you remember Ties of life commercialized and disguised Just happiness and pills and potions Fancy threads and cars and motions Hypnotized by gilded lies to line the pockets of so few
3: While hungry politicians feed bullshit to the masses To ensure their status aims And further divide the classes uh-huh. Are you a phone with a voice, so open up and speak your mind, raise consciousness and elevate how we all relate, don't hesitate, no need to be I'm better, smarter than anybody else. Leave
4: judgment at the door for others in yourself, the
3: revolution is in your mind. The revolution is in your mind, the revolution is in your mind, the revolution is in your mind. Big brothers watching you and trying to sell you something new, and I just want to take away Take away the blues. Big brother's watching you and trying to sell you something new. And I just want to take away, take away the blues. The The revolution is in your mind. 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 Revolution.
1: people need to hear that and they need to hear it yesterday wonderful work erica again another very powerful song Thank you. Uh, a powerful songwriter with a powerful voice uh, i'm very excited to hear the film i it's a weird thing like for a song like that i almost like i almost always want it to stay raw right like i want it to be on a live stream on a wednesday night <laughs> with drinks with the band but it, the the magic that can happen in a studio and the uh, extra care that can go into that is always exciting as well. So I'm very, very happy we got to hear that tonight. So thank you so much, Erica. Wonderful work. all. Oh,
2: yeah, sure. Yeah, the the album version, it has a whole band and stuff. So it's a, yeah. There's a lot happening (laughs) there. It'll be fun.
1: It'll be nice to hear that. Do you feel like, um, I guess, in modern times that music can be... I, I realize that things happen and we don't always realize the moment we're living in or how powerful something is. Do you feel like that a song like that could be something that people are talking about in 20, 30 years, like some people do uh, with, uh, you know, like a Marvin Gaye song or or, or other songs that uh, defined eras of the 60s? Do you feel that it's still important for artists like yourself to speak out and to create those types of anthems?
2: Yeah, I mean, as, as I think it's a message that is, something um that you know uh, uh we would possibly need to remind ourselves of uh 10 years or however long from now but um as far as like will will people i i mean that would that would be great i yeah. you, know, you never know where the life of a song goes i just created and put it out there but but i will say um a, a, a song like Marvin Gaye's music is something that still very much resonates. I actually, on the upcoming album, there's a song I have called a beautiful life that, um, I very much took in the direction of, um, mercy, mercy me. And he has, uh, what's the other one? They kind of, Oh, what's going on. Um, of course, you know, I, um, yeah, I've, I was very much inspired by him. And when I was listening to the words of, of those songs they still very much resonate um and i i think that society is i think we're making progress but it, it you know i realize looking back we've we've made a lot of, of progress but we still got a long way to go and and uh we probably will you know years from now too maybe with different stuff so yeah
1: and it's it's always changing so erica again erica winterstrom yeah. Heartless Bastards, there's been new music played tonight. What a way to kick off drinks with the band. Next week, we're going to have the pleasure of having <laughs> Hayes Carl on. We also have our friend Womack from Future Birds. Uh, Katie Tupin's is going to be joining down the line. A uh, St. Louis favorite who tours internationally. Tonina will be joining us. Brian Owens is going to be joining us. Ron Gallo. I'm trying to... I'm missing Sean James. Uh, some really talented people. And uh, Andy Frasco down the line. Erica... I'm so happy you got to kick this off for us tonight. Uh, I know you got one song left. I'd love to hear that one, and then uh, we can say goodbye at the end. And uh, again, tell people how to support you. So, Erica, please, your final song. I'd love to hear it.
2: Okay. Yeah. You know, actually, I'm going to do another new one. It's look at this. It's that song, "A Beautiful Life." Um, the the acoustic version is a lot different than the the other one. Uh, but here it goes.
3: I can see now the road is clear, but looking for the sun. They to steer me, break among the sages or shake patterns from the trees, towering above me. Oh, oh, oh like a newborn baby. I'm I'm the Styling and fear, distance one another. How oh, can we be good to each other? How oh, can you hear me cry? Can you
1: live stream on drinks with a band is what it is my goodness (laughs) wonderful work erica winterstrom heartless bastards we got a new album coming there you can listen to solo stuff so many great things happening and again we're going to pick out winners uh we'll message you and uh, and let you know who won uh the jack daniels giveaway lots of great comments lots of things to sift through and we're also going to get you a shirt from heartless bastards store uh erica thank you so much it was so nice getting to know you a little bit more and hear these great songs live um i don't know what you have planned in the near future anything interesting uh is it going to be all business is it just going to be kind of waiting things out let's give people a little encore uh (laughs) question answering i guess you could say um what's uh what's going to happen for the rest of the year for you
2: um well um i'm making plans to go to Montana uh, and stay with a friend out there and uh, just write another album uh, yeah Turn I figured out. it would be I mean I'm in Texas right now and it's it's gonna be a hundred degrees every day for a while and um, if I'm gonna be socially isolating I figured I would just do it where I can walk in nature comfortably <laughs>
1: There's bears up there, Erica. You keep an eye out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That happens. But, uh, Erica, people can follow Heartless Bastards on Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Again, uh, one of you is going to win a T-shirt, but the rest of you should go out, buy music, buy uh, all of the things that uh, have to do with Erica, Heartless Bastards, and the like. Uh, Anything else before we get out of here, Erica? You've been so gracious with your time, and you built this entire stage just for the show. What a great time!
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I I can't think of anything no, else other I, than thanks for having me.
1: And, absolutely! Uh, yeah. if, if you're thanks new to, to
2: everybody to, out there that tuned in,
1: so many great people. Yeah, so many nice comments and follow us at We Are Live Radio Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Again, we're doing this every Wednesday night. Thanks to our friends at Jack Daniels, the Cranberg Arts Foundation cortex uh silver lining cocktails order your cocktails here in st louis uh they'll deliver to you our good friend matt who we do uh virtual happy hour with him and pat every thursday tomorrow we're doing that at four o'clock our time erica rhodes she's a comic from la she'll be joining us our friend karen choi is going to play some music we do trivia we do all kinds of stuff each and every week and we throw some interviews into so we're a podcast video series, whatever you want to say, we're keeping busy and we're bringing you people like Erica on Drinks With The Band. Erica from Heartless Bastards, don't you dare be a stranger. This was an absolute delight. Thank you so much for getting this kicked off with us, Erica. It was truly a delight. Thank you.
2: Thank you. You, t- you all take care. Thanks.
1: Absolutely. Take care, everybody. We'll get those winner's prizes out. Thank you for tuning in to Drinks With The Band.